Show. I think I just said that. This is another version of talk radio. Now madness says it must be love. Love, love, love. You know, these guys were so cool. I like them because they were so different. Back then I didn't, but I love them now. Ska is what they call it. These guys still are together and still tour. But the reason we're playing it must be loved is because today is Tuesday, February 14th. You know what that means, don't you? It's Valentine's Day. Here we go. It must be love, love, love. It must be love, love, love. It must be love. All right, thank you, Madness. And happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. All right, so today I'm going to do the Super Bowl rap show. And yes, I was going to do it yesterday. Um, but quite frankly, after Sunday, I did so much. Uh, I did video. I did a lot of live video, a lot of video clips. Um, <clears throat> I didn't do a uh, show yesterday. I simply needed a day. I guess the term that they use now is to decompress. Yeah, so I had to decompress. And um, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> <clears throat> My voice is still thrashed from yelling and screaming at the TV and having fun with Super Bowl. Hopefully you did too. But we're going to do it today. <clears throat> we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to do the Super Bowl rap show this morning. And uh, hopefully you'll still want to hear about it. Because I've got a lot to say about it. But it is Valentine's Day. So, one more time for Madness. It must be love, love, love. It must be love. Okay, what do you say we do it? Um, okay, so as I mentioned, I am Paul. This is Sports Comedy Show. It's my podcast. I'm going to give you 30 minutes. Um, it's mainstream media. I'm sorry, my, mainstream sports served with a side of comedy. Well, what do you think about that Super Bowl? Was that comedy? Or was that tragedy? It all depends on what side you're at. Or was that miracle? Was it the magic man? Can you believe? Yes, that's right. For those who listen to the show, that's right. This is the song that I attached to Patrick Mahomes once he got that twisted ankle because he really is the magic man. I haven't seen a magic man in sports since the magic man himself, Erwin Magic Johnson. But Patrick Mahomes truly is the magic man. <clears throat> now, for those who listen to the show, follow the show, no, I did not think the magic man was going to do it. No, I did not think Kansas City was going to come back. No, I can't believe that Philadelphia lost. No, I'm just tired of saying no. So let's say magic because he is the magic man. So they win the Super Bowl, as you guys know. No surprise there, 38-35. And uh, it was all about the second half comeback. How did that happen? Um, well, there's a couple things and that you'll hear on my show that you don't hear on the mainstream media because I see things at a deeper level. Um, 
Now, for those who want to go back and watch all the stuff I did on video, by the way, if you're on Facebook, Sports Comedy Show is my handle. Um, and if you're not on Facebook, get on Facebook. And if you don't want Facebook, then just stay away from Facebook. And I've learned that um, you can't expect or ask people to change their phone habits. Everybody does it differently. So if you're not there, that's all right. No big deal. Um, I did do a Saturday Live with Mick Ozzy. I want to thank him on um, Instagram. And then uh, Mark Franco, my analyst who I've had on the show, he and I did a podcast on Saturday. Hopefully you listen to that one. And uh, while we're on that fact, um, my five-star pick went down because I really thought the Eagles were going to win. Mark Franco, uh, he, put, he put the tail on the donkey. He said he liked the over. And then he said the prop bet that he liked was um, if the game will be tied after 0-0. And boy, they were tied. They tied it at 7-7. And then somewhere else down the line, they tied the game again, too. So the point being, uh, Mark Franco from Vegas Insider, his um, predictions came through, true or through, um, because the Magic Man was true. And my predictions didn't because Philadelphia did not win the Super Bowl. Um, so let's start there, I guess. And because halfway through the season, I attached this song to Philadelphia Eagles because they were rolling all year. They they just rolled. They rolled the doggies up and just kept rolling. They rolled through the regular season. They rolled through the playoffs. They rolled right into the Super Bowl. They rolled right through the first half of the Super Bowl. But guess what? Then I guess they just ran out of rawhide. And um, they, the rolling stopped. So let's hear a little Frankie Lane here. This is the best part of the song. Move him on, hit him up, hit him up, move him on, move him on, hit him up, rawhide. Cut him out, ride him in, ride him in, cut him out, cut him out, ride him in, rawhide. All right, so as I was saying, thank you, Frankie Lane. And again, all my sound bites are courtesy of YouTube. I always give them credit. I appreciate that. Um, they, uh, they just ran out of rawhide, and uh, it was the second half. So as I was saying a few minutes ago, a few things you're going to hear here that you didn't hear about on everybody else's analysis. Um, uh, Andy Reid deferred um, when they won the coin toss, and congratulations for those who won their coin toss bet. Hopefully you, you realize tails never fails. Um, oh, you know, I, I just thought of something. Somebody said everybody who wins the coin toss have, have like lost the last seven or eight Super Bowls. Well, that streak came to an end because Kansas City won the coin toss, they deferred, um, and they won the game. So anyway, back to the point here that I'm making was um, by deferring the, the coin toss, they came out in the second half, and that's when it all changed. So I'm not going to give Andy Reid credit for the deferring because I really think um, it did not play out right because Philadelphia took the opening kickoff, and they went right down and scored, and that set the tone. But it was the second half. The tone totally changed. So who knows, maybe it was the coin toss or, or that. But this is where um, the genius of Andy Reid came in, is they changed their play calling in the second half. Um, first of all, Philadelphia ran such a great first half, and the, their game plan came in was keep, keep, keep getting first downs or keep 
Patrick Mahomes on the sideline by possession. And they clobbered him in time of possession. I think Kansas City had less than eight minutes of possession in the first half. Um, it was all Philly. The only and they they weren't afraid to, to play long ball. They did. AJ Brown made some incredible catches, as did uh, Godard. That first half was an absolute story written playbook um, by uh, Sirianni, the coach for Philly, and and they played it to a T, and it worked well. The only bummer was the one play, unfortunately, where Kansas City, well, unfortunately if you're on Philly, I guess fortunately if you're on Kansas City, where they had the fumble recovery, picked up and run for a touchdown. If that play doesn't happen, that first half has a different tone. It's not a 10-point lead at half, it's a 17-point half, and I believe it would have been a different outlook, but you can't rewrite it, and I'm not trying to make excuses for Philly. That one play kept them in the game. And it allowed them to at least realize, hey, it's only a 10-point game. We can do this. And that's what they did. So as I was getting back on track here, in the second half, they did what they could not do in the first half. And that was they decided to run the ball. And they got their running back in, in their new current running back is uh, Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco, he was running for first downs. They had the backup with McKinnon who helped out. Then they finally got the receivers in the game, but they weren't doing the long bombs. It was just little 10 here, 10 there. Travis Kelsey racked up huge yards. Juju Smith finally got into the game, um, as did um, Valdez Scantling, and uh, as did uh, Kadarius Toney. I think he scored a touchdown, if I'm not reading my memory serves me correctly. They didn't do the big bomb, long ball plays. Um, they had a big special team play that hurt tremendously, but they did... In the second half, what Philly wanted to do, and that was they wanted to, Philly wanted to run that game out, control the possession, keep things going. But Kansas City flipped the switch. They flipped the script, not the switch. Um, And by flipping the script, I mean they changed their play calling. They were able to make first downs. Little by little, they they went down the, the field. And this is why I give the game ball not to Patrick Mahomes, not the Magic Man. Although, yes, it was magic. Um, I give the game ball to Andy Reid. Because did you notice on, I believe, the two of the three touchdowns they scored? It, it wasn't so much a trick play, but it was a very much a design play where everybody went right except for the one uh, receiver that went left and that he was left alone. They just fooled Philadelphia's defense. They did it twice to walk, literally walk right into the end zone. Hell, they might have done it all three times. I can't even remember, and I don't want to remember. Um, <clears throat> but it was the play calling. It was the fact that Andy Reid came up with new plays or had another set of design plays um, ready to go because what he did in the first half didn't work. But the way he did in the second half did work. They flipped the script. Um, <clears throat> I give Philadelphia tremendous credit because when they were down by eight late in the game, when they absolutely needed to once that was okay, Things have not gone our way. They came back. Not only did they score a touchdown, they came back and they got that two-point conversion. They tied the game. This was really one of the best Super Bowl games um, we've had in a long time because it, it had everything. It had. It was a high-scoring game, so everybody loves high-scoring games. Nobody likes uh, a 16-7 to game. Um, it had that. It had the fact that there was long bombs. Um, Philadelphia had some incredible plays. 
and then it had a comeback. It had a team who was leading, um, only to have it go flipped or, or for them to give it up in the second half. Um, it was a straightforward, incredible game, but this is the NFL. And guess what happened in the NFL? As it happens every year in the NFL, and uh, I'm just getting tired of the NFL because of it. Of course, there was a controversial play, or uh, in this case, it was a flag. It wasn't an instant replay, thank God. And I'll say this, I think they got most of the instant replay calls correct. There wasn't a bunch of them, so I'm not going to gripe on instant replay. But, of course, there was a, a uh, late flag, a holding flag. It was Yeah, it was a holding flag, a, a holding penalty um, that clearly um, wasn't a holding penalty, and that that cleared the gates for Kansas City to win. Now, I'm not making excuses for, Kansas, for, for, NFL, uh, for Philadelphia. Kansas City won the game. They came back. Philadelphia should, you know, if they wanted to win, they shouldn't have put themselves in that position. But <clears throat> all of a sudden, this, this has been a trend, not just this season, not just last season. Over the last five or ten years, it's either the flag or the, pen, or the uh, instant replay. And um, I'm going to remember this come next year. Uh, I, you know, I love football. I love the NFL. Um, I, I love I love Goodell. I, I think it's got a good business aspect. But um, football has become the national pastime. It's bigger than um, baseball. I used to love baseball, and I still do. But the point I'm getting at here is um, I, I'm just at the point now with football where it's not going to be my favorite sport. Um, and I say that from the standpoint, like, basketball, if you're in team play, yeah, they may have their little replay or the this or that, or the, the ref might not call this or that, but it's just not near as cut and dry as it is in football. Baseball, yeah, they may have their instant replay, but it's just not near as cut and dry as the fact that there's going to be a, a um, controversy like there is in the NFL. So... Um, that was my take on that. Let's stay focused on the game because um, I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to go off on a tangent there, but I made my point. Of course, it's the NFL. Of course, it came down to a foul. Um, and, but <clears throat> that doesn't change the fact that the Kansas City won the Super Bowl. Good for them. So for those who follow the show, I got a good sound effect for you because I've done this all playoffs, as you know, in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. The winner goes on, the loser goes home. Well, in this case, the winner, Kansas City, they're going to go to Disneyland. Remember those commercials? You just won the Super Bowl. Where are you going to do? I'm going to go to Disneyland. I don't think they do that anymore. That may have been about 10 years ago. So the Kansas City, they went up on stage and got a trophy. The Philadelphia, they went home, which means it's time to, you know what that means. That's right. We have to once again flush away the losers. And it breaks my heart to do this. But there they go, right down the toilet. Goodbye, Philadelphia. It was a great year. On paper, it was, um, you know, an incredible year. That's why I said you just kept rolling with them. Raha, you kept rolling. Those doggies were rolling because they were rolling them in, rolling them up, and chewing rawhide. But not in the second half of the Super Bowl. How phenomenal is that? Here's another soundbite I got for you because this is how I really thought was going to happen. Let me turn that down. But that was, remember, the, the story was Patrick Mahomes and the twisted ankle. 
And you guys heard me play this the last couple weeks. But guess what? That twisted ankle didn't stop the magic man. Because that twisted ankle, it was still twisted. And he wasn't able to scramble. He had to change his game. But he did. He was able to run straight forward. And that twisted ankle didn't stop the magic man from winning the Super Bowl and getting an MVP. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, again, he is the MVP. I think it's his second MVP. It's his second Super Bowl champion. Now, all of a sudden, because Tom Brady is is old news. <laughs> he just retired. He's old news. Um, so now everybody needs the new GOAT. And um, I'm quite sure everybody's going to look at Patrick Mahomes to fill that role. And, and he is, he, let, let's be clear, he is the best quarterback in football. There's a whole bunch of really good quarterbacks, including Jalen Hurts, but there's one person who is head and shoulders above them, and that is Patrick Mahomes. The only um, interesting part is when you're head and shoulders above the rest, you're expected to win the Super Bowl every year. And when you don't, all of a sudden you might not be head and shoulders forever or for so long. But, hey, he did it. He's been there the last three or four years, or three or five years, one or the other. And he's won two of them. He did lose one. And uh, he was a grateful loser, as was Tom Brady. So, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. So, at any rate, <clears throat> staying on track, that twisted ankle um, <clears throat> did not stop the Magic Man from performing magic, did not stop Kansas City Chiefs, did not stop Andy Reid, who dug deep in his bag of trips, tricks and was able to flip the script. And they did it. So, they are the champions. You know what that means, don't you? I play this every time there's a championship winner. That's right. Because there can only be one champion. Unfortunately, they can't be two. And, you know, 32 teams at the beginning of the season. But only one team left standing. This year was your Kansas City Chiefs. And they are the champions. That's right, and they kept on fighting to the end. And uh, that, of course, as everybody knows, is Freddie Mercury and Queen. Thank you, yeah, you too, for the soundbite. They are the champions, um, and uh, congratulations to them. It wasn't the the Phillies, you know. Philly now, all of a sudden, they're becoming the city of brotherly. What was love? Brotherly love is now all of a sudden becoming the city of brotherly losers. And I hate to put it that way. I got a lot of good, I know a lot of good people in Philly. I work with a lot of good people from Philly. And I know it broke their heart. And Philly's a special city because they love their sports team more than anybody else. And everybody loves their sports team. Not like Philly, though. But anyway, they're the, they've lost, what the point I'm saying here, is the city of brotherly losers the Phillies made it to the World Series, but did not win. The Eagles made it to the Super Bowl, but did not win. God, I hope the Sixers don't make it to the finals, because um, then they could, you know, complete the hat trick. So, we're not going to go there. Um, tough for, for Philly, but what about Kansas City? So, stay focused on the winners, the Sea of Red. And congratulations to them, because uh, the Chief fans are everywhere. They're not just in Kansas City. Um, yes, that's the home of the Sea of the Red, 
Um, there's sure a ton of them. Here in Vegas, there was a ton of them. Um, and uh, they are the champions. And, boy, everybody loves Patrick Mahomes because he's a winner. Congratulations. They are the champions of the world. They are. One well, little more. Okay. All right. Thank you, Queen. So... One more last note, I guess. I'm not going to ramble on and on and on. Um, although I got my point, and I, you know, it is a sports comedy show, so I try to keep it fun. Um, but again, this is the rap show, Super Bowl rap show. What about the halftime show? Rihanna. Um, you know, it, here's my take. I'm not a hip-hop guy. I'm an old-school rock and roll. But, but I'm not a hater, so I'm not going to bash people, and I understand this world is different. Um, it, it's been this country, unfortunately, other countries still like rock, but in, in this time and age, um, this country is, is all about hip hop and rap. And I really liked last year's show because there was so much meaning to have more than just one rap star. They had all the big rap stars right there in East LA where all these rap stars made their fortune and, and became a big thing. But this year, just one big name, Rihanna. And so I, you know, as I was watching it, I said, was she pregnant? So it didn't come out till afterwards. Yes, she is. So I'm no means am I going to bash her or say, well, you know, why did she get out there and do the boogie woogie? She did. And, and, and it was a good show. But the one thing that really disappoints me, um, like I said, I'm not a big rap or hip hop fan. I know she's got a bunch of big hits for those who did. She played eight songs. And I don't care what you say, because I know music and I'm a music lover. It was this song right here that put her on the map. It is this song that's still by far is her best song. Yeah. That's right. Don't stop the music. I mean, there's just nothing better than this song from Rihanna. And for her not to play it? Now, I can understand if she had five or ten minutes where she only played two or three hits, but to play eight songs, I can understand if she had other special guests, so they got to turn the direction from one star to another. <clears throat> but to play eight songs and not play this song, um, I'm sorry. I'm not going to bash the show, but I'm going to say that was a serious, serious blunder on her behalf um, for her not to put the song that put her on her map. Um, that's just my thought on it. It was a good show. I'm glad to see she was able to get out there um, as a pregnant lady and do it. Good for her. Everybody loves her. Um, I hope to God we don't do another hip-hop or rap show next year. And sadly, we probably will. All right, that's my take on that. I'm going to leave it off that. Well, I kind of got my points out there. Like I said, for those who, you know, who, well, for those who follow the show, know that, you know, I do points that you're not going to catch on mainstream media because I am more of an underground type of show here. Um, for those who actually hung around in the end, and if it's the first time, check out my website, sportscomedyshow.net. It is the official home of the Sports Comedy Show. So um, kind of cool, a lot of cool stuff there, dealing with some uh, background issues there that aren't so pretty, but uh, we're, we're getting them done. Anyway, I just want to say that. Here's our Super Bowl rap show. I'm going to go out with Rihanna because she, I'm going to play the one song that she should have played, in my opinion. It was a great Super Bowl. Congratulations, Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry, Philly, Philadelphia and Philadelphia fans. Uh, it was heartbreak. Yes, the NFL, once again, they claimed their victory by making it controversy. 
Um, but we have a winner, 32 teams later, for your 2022 season for Super Bowl 57. It was the Kansas City Chiefs. And as I say when I close, I am Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the Sports Comedy Show. And I want to thank you for listening and have a good day. Go ahead, Rihanna. Take it away. Thank you and have a good day.